0: All right, peace and love, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Mind, Body, Energy, and Balance podcast. I'm your host, Samut. And in the other window is my co-host and producer, Flaw 700. What's up, Flaw?
1: Hey, what's going on, everybody?
0: Yeah, everybody, uh, I trust y'all are doing good and doing well. How was your week, sir?
1: Wasn't bad at all. I have have no complaints. Um, It's just an energy thing. It's a mentality thing. You
0: don't Um, never had no complaints, flaw. you just a flowing type of dude. I mean, I could
1: before, (laughs) before, but with this newfound journey that I'm on, it's Mm -hmm. like what they try to, what they try to hide from you, which is right in your face. And once you start learning
0: the ins Mm -hmm. and out
1: of the way things work, you kind of go, well, listen, there's just opportunity for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, growing up, uh, black people usually, or, you know, democratic, you know, voters who want everyone to hand them something or like you talked about yeah. it on your podcast before they're waiting for a handout mm-hmm. where if you actually just, you know, open up a book and read something or connect yourself with some like-minded individuals or get around the right people, you know, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's actually right there. It's actually right there. So, um, no, I don't, I don't have no complaints. It's like they said that, you know, money is, you know, a black family's. um, It's what they struggle with the most. And I think we talked Mm -hmm. about that the most. Mm -hmm. If you can actually take care of that and just, you know, set things. If money isn't the issue, you open up the the floodgates for so many other positive things.
0: That's the truth. Now, that's the truth. And you're right on point, you know, with um, our show for this week. Um, You know, uh, let me start the show how I start the show. Thank you to all the ancestors upon whose shoulders we stand. May the words that we share here in this space be nourishing, uplifting, and empowering to all those that will hear the sounds of our voice. May it be nourishing, uplifting, and empowering. So that's right on point. I mean, it's just really, you know, evidence of spirit working because that's really what we want to talk about this week, you know? And we didn't have a pre show chat about it, but you're talking about money and how that, um, you know, relieves some of the energies um, and some of the dynamics that people have to deal with. Uh, so don't get me wrong. I don't. You know, I'm not saying you should have a complaint. (laughs) You know, I just notice your persona, you know, and, you know, full transparency. Everybody listening to our show by now should know that Flaw is my nephew, my sister's, one of my sister's sons. And, you know, we, I like the family dynamic. We need to keep as much as we can in the family. And we talked about that previously, too that you find people within your tribe that you can work with. You can't work with everybody in your, in your bloodline, you know, or even in your church family or your sorority or fraternity family or whatever, you know, Um, you have to find people that you can, you know, build with. And I'm happy um, that I'm able to to build with Neff. And
1: uh, (laughs) real quick, just yesterday, Mm -hmm. uh, your brother, my uncle creator Mm -hmm. came through Said, Hey nephew, watch that call for you. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a business owner. He does a lot of detail work. He washed the car. Mm-hmm. He sent mm-hmm. me the invoice through his business. I paid him through my business. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, sure. Unk, go ahead and wash it. Yeah, I could have took, to, took it to a car wash. No, unk, this is your business. You have a legit business. Wash mm-hmm. the car. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So like you said, just keep it in the family. Everybody has something that they're doing. And uh, mm-hmm. well, most of us have something that we're doing. Most of us have something that we don't All of us have something that we're trying to do. You know, I Mm -hmm. I, I think with this family, I think that we know that there is something out there for us. Some of Mm -hmm. us haven't grabbed what that is yet. Some of us are in motion of trying to uh, complete the mission. So, yeah, yesterday I wanted to bring that up because you were saying keep it in the family. Yeah, Uncle pulled up. Mm -hmm. He handled his business. No problem. Yeah. We we Mm handle business.
0: Yep, that's what we do. You know, that's and that really is the the way to build wealth. You know, um, the way to build is within your small tribe as best you can. People who are trying to get you to put a teardrop in the ocean don't really understand or trying to get you not to understand one or the other, um, how, you know, metaphysics, physics you know, the energy, the currency of wealth flows. They don't really understand that. Usually we do a recap from last week, but we just jumped right in. (laughs) And we'll sprinkle that throughout our episode today. Mm -hmm. Because last week we talked about, you know, um, fitness over 40, which is important to your to your wealth, to building money, to building your foundation is to be fit, is to be strong. You know what good is it to work yourself, run yourself in the hole, and then all that you worked for, you end up spending on your health, or you given to the pharmaceutical and the hospital. You know the uh, medical industrial complex. You know, so last week, piggybacking off of what we talked about in our last episode. That root chakra energy, you know, which is the energy of our four walls, food, clothing, shelter, and the money flow, you know, the capacity to earn financial resources, having that all in place. And where you're not worrying about that, to understanding how abundance and your physical physical fitness. All ties together right we're going somewhere with this chat Mm -hmm. (laughs) y'all so this week we want to tap into understanding the major concerns of the afrocentric community the african community african foundational black americans you know africans born in america What is the? What are the? Some of the main obstructions to our success? What's happening with my screen? It look weird, don't it? Yeah, I'm
1: looking at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so weird. Hopefully, don't. Let me tell y'all something. Mm. Yeah, hopefully it don't. But let me. I'm gonna put this in here. This reality podcast and this technology ish is working on my last nerve, (laughs) right? I'm going to have to bring in some candles and some sage and all the rest of the shit because Mama Yoga is annoyed as hell about the technology. You know what's happening, right? (laughs) You know what's happening. You're dropping,
1: you're dropping too many gems. You're trying to help out the people. So they got to sabotage you. That's how it works.
0: Is that what it is? You got to put a here. bug over there. <laughs> Y'all better DM me so we could do these meetups and meet, you know, under, under the mountain, you know, if they doing that. But the reality of it is can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to do it because it's our legacy. It's our, you know, um, it's we've been here for millions of years. And I personally, as a spiritual woman, know that I have been here many lifetimes, you know. And so we just got to do what we could do. Technology be damned. Right. So if we go out, we'll stitch it together and come back. Make sure you lead us in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. So the physical fitness it's working in your small tribe. And making sure your root chakra is balanced, healed, you know, generating the magnetic pole that you you are intending, right? The four walls of the four essential walls of your life, food, clothing, shelter, your monetary flow. The four walls also include your relationships, also include your tribal connections, also include the capacity to be resourceful right people say i can't start a business i can't do xyz i don't have those monies i don't have that resources no you're not resourceful you don't need money to start a business you need to be resourceful that's tied to the root chakra Right. So last week we gave several, um, you know, several uh, pieces of game information of how to balance that root chakra. And this week we want to move it on and come up to the heart chakra energy. We're talking about building wealth, building our capacity to be more magnetic, the mind, body and energy drawing in the things that you actually desire as opposed to being carried on the currency of the things that you don't want. And, you know, you keep getting the same ish that you really don't want. Why is that? You're not understanding the frequency that you need to set your mind, body and energy to you need to turn the dial of your frequency and the chakra healing and remedies uh, help us do that. So the heart chakra is located in the center of the breastplate right center of the chest it is an energetic you know swirling vibrational space right a vortex of energy if you will that's all of the chakras as a matter of fact they aren't actual things that somebody can take out but it's an energetic space located variously on uh, various places on the body so the heart chakra vibrates our um, magnetism. It vibrates our energetic, um, you know, capacity for love. It vibrates, you know, to us and from us, the things that we say we want and even subconsciously the things that we don't want that will come to us because we're speaking the 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 uh, what do you call it the language of the universe which is energy right so the uh, root sh- uh, the heart chakra in Sanskrit is known as the Anahata it's the fourth chakra in the seventh chakra series its tenets are trust forgiveness caring compassionate loving being warm being generous the capacity to be vulnerable emotional expression and magnetic attraction are the tenets of the heart chakra i'm taking it again from the uh, mama yoga uh what is this mama yoga chakra healing and balance book and so this is what we're taking it from so we want to heal up our heart chakra Okay, so uh, the heart chakra. So, this is what we want to talk about because that heart chakra, the root chakra, those are our groundedness. Those are our capacity to really be strong in what it is that we say we desire, right? It gives us the confidence, the fortitude, the internal strength, you know, and the alignment with divine source to bring forth what it is that we want to bring forth right? So uh, to that end, the heart chakra's color is green. I know I told you last week that for the root chakra, you want to get a red handkerchief or some red underwear or some type of red cloth and place it down in your pelvis area or pin it into your underwear like that. The heart chakra's color is green, right? And it's been known to say that the heart chakra is a magnetic oscillating center of energy, right? Oscillating, turning, spinning, magnetic, drawing, you know, center of energy. The color is green and it will uplift your mood and attract a, a sense of renewal, harmony and attraction. That's what that green color does. So you can get a green piece of cloth intended for what that color is supposed to be right. So let me take a pause here and just say when I'm suggesting these elements to bring in, it's not that you're just going to get it's not the red cloth in and of itself. It's not the green cloth in and of itself. It is your power and intention that makes those elements, those accoutrements, those tools valuable. It's your vibrational power and intention that is of utmost importance here. So don't just get a green cloth and put it down in your bosom or, you know, pin it on the inside of your shirt if you're a guy, you know, or even keep it in your pocket. You don't have to put it exactly where the chakra energy emanates from as long as it's on your person. Same go with the red cloth. But the main thing, the most important thing is that you intend and you infuse that tool with what its purpose is for you in that moment so the green cloth you want to as you are you know have it in the palm of your hand you will intend the goodness that you want out of that cloth is that it will help make you more magnetic. It will bring you to a place of forgiveness. It will make you more compassionate towards others' concerns. It will increase your warmth and your capacity to be generous. Most importantly, it will increase your capacity, your capacity to be magnetic for the good things that you want. So we want to intend the tools that we are partnering with, right? Pink is another color that is for the heart chakra and wearing pink improves your magnetic attraction. Of course, it's a calming energy though. And it's associated with health, love, kindness, and mate attraction. Hey, now, all right now. So if you combine the pink and the green together, (laughs) You have one of the highest vibrational color combinations there is for attractiveness, right? And so you want to choose at your discretion. And again, the full outline of what we're discussing discussing here is in the uh, Mama Yoga Chakra Healing Balance and a chakra. Balance and Healing Reference Guide that is, uh, you can find it uh, in my bio on Instagram under Mama Yoga Wellness, right? So we want to open up our heart energy to receive magnetically more. Now, the reality of it is, is, is my perspective is oftentimes our spiritual or religious institutions insist that you know monetary success not be our direction or not be something that we concern ourselves with and i i maintain that that is really a farce right that's a problem because everybody if you are earning well and doing well that benefits the institutions and connections that you are engaged in. So why wouldn't you want your membership to strive as high as they could strive, to do as well as they could do, to learn how to steward their financial resources and indeed generate great amounts of financial resources. But all too often in our community and especially the Afrocentric Community, The cultural community is kind of like a taboo to be interested in and focused on monetary wealth. This is some BS to me. We got to change that because, as I said last week, some of the most, you know, spirituality is not just the so-called good and light and white and high energy in that way spirituality also has its opposite side people who govern the universe the world this three dimensional world at this time in history are using spiritual principles just for the captivation of humanity and not for the elevation of humanity and they got a lot of money (laughs) they're working with a lot of money come on now So the idea fed en masse to humanity, especially spiritually focused people, that material resources are not relevant and that you should not be interested in material resources is another banana in the tailpipe. It's another way in which we are subjugated and kept down. It's another way to keep you um, enslaved. And so to have your leaders saying, well, you know, if you're really about the people, you should be given whatever you are given for free. Yeah, that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous um, dictum, a dangerous ideology to stand on. Because when you give people things free, there is a certain lack of appreciation that comes with that. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be generous and share, you know, and help people as much as you can. I'm not saying that. I agree with that. Of course you should be generous and you should be giving and sharing whatever your knowledge is, whatever your resources are. But at some point, people should have an understanding that there needs to be an exchange of energies. And that's all money is. An exchange of energies, you know, an exchange of energies in a way that is a win-win-win. You win the teacher wins and the universal life force wins. So balancing the root and the heart chakra helps us come into a space of um, understanding and of vibrational frequency alignment to first understanding that it's okay for us to gain and manifest our own wealth and our own resources. You have to, and secondly, to understand that there is, you know, it is righteous to share your monetary resources with those who you are getting value from. Now, I don't think people should be trying to gouge people. Recently, I was in a a, a mastermind. You know how folks do these um, do these, you know, like webinars, right? So I had been following this thought leader for a while on social media and um, it was a mastermind about how to uh, use AI to help you write your books, right? Or help you create physical, package your knowledge in a book, in a course, whatever. And it was all good. You know, it was great. I loved it. It was good information. It was fabulous. So then the follow-up was, okay, so here's the buy-in. I'm not upset about that. I get that. You know, that's how the world works. People who don't think that the world, you don't get a buy-in offer, is kind of like you You function in, in a, you know, in a really um, misaligned poverty mindset as far as I'm concerned. You know, there it, you have to buy in. That's just it's just an exchange of energy, and why wouldn't you want to exchange, you know, your resources for their resources if you think it's valuable, right? So I don't have no problem with the buy-in. What I did have concern with, however, is you know the way in which the buy-in was structured. So it was um, a five-figure buy-in. I think it was seventy-five thousand dollars. For the program, and if you did not have the seventy-five thousand for the program, you were encouraged to take a loan out, and then you know you would pay the loan back, and that loan would then go to the person who you know that you would buy into the right to be mentored and coached by this individual. So that you could package your expertise and then get it out into the market. Now, their position was they were going to introduce you to help you package your uh, your expertise It's called done for you. Right. They would do everything. They you give them your idea. They put it into chat GPT or whatever and come up with, you would okay it. You'd have to edit it and make sure the voice was yours and the idea was yours. And then they would get you in front of all these people to be interviewed. They would put you out in the market. Like they would basically be your in-house everything, right? Sounds fabulous because most of us, especially at a certain level, we don't know how to, who to call to get on NBC and who to talk to to get on other people's podcasts and all of this, but this person has a known track record, right? You see a lot of people on their podcast, they have years, 15 years um, of production and of receipts that they know what they are doing. And that's all good. You know, that's all good. I just thought the the asking people to go into debt was was alarming for me. It was a little just like taking aback for me to pay for your service. Uh and I bought that up because you know, I don't know how to not say shit. <laughs> oh Lord Samut. I bought it up. I'm like, okay, so this is a I I get the understanding of an ask I'm with it I I agree I don't mind I'm I want to pay for proper mentorship especially all that you say that you offering with this mentorship I don't know how to call whoever and who to talk to at all these you know media outlets to get in front of them with my with my offer and my book and all of that Uh, and I appreciate the you know the inroads you you you're collapsing time for me I said but what if just what if your mentee does not generate the $75,000 to pay back in a year or two years or whatever it is. What if they don't, what if their product doesn't hit like that, you know? And, you know, the team's response uh, was, well, you know, we guarantee that we can get you in front of people and we can do our end, but we we can't really say anything about If it doesn't, you know, because stuff is subject to a lot of variables. And I was like, okay, all right, I get that. Yep, I get that. And so, needless to say, I did not um, go further with that particular mentorship. Um, I just did not agree with going into debt in that way um, for. Uh, for to pay to pay people in that way. I just didn't agree with the debt aspect, the taking the loan out aspect. You know, I would rather you know get out here and trust that universal life force, like it has done for my 60 years. God bless, thank you, God. That universal life store life force will continue to order my steps, and my message will land exactly where it's supposed to land. You know, so it's a lot of different dynamics out here that always make you have to, you know, revert back to, you know, your capacity for what you are doing, you know?
1: So they didn't offer the payment plan. He just went straight to debt.
0: That that was the payment plan. (laughs) It wasn't like, you know, you could, well, I listen, in all honesty, there were tears. There were the, you know, here's an outline of what you need to do for like $5,000, right? Then the next step would be done with you. That means we work with you, but you do all the work. Like we are holding your hand through the process, but you do all the work. That was $20,000. And then the done for you. We just you just tell us what your idea is. We'll put it all together. We'll make it into a professional, you know, And then we'll do all the PR. You just got to show up to, you know, the engagements and smile and talk about your book and all of that. And that was the 75. OK. Yeah. So they had tears, but they did not you know, they didn't have. OK, you could pay us you know a thousand dollars a month or whatever you know and again it's all good i may not obviously i'm not the candidate for that level that type of mentorship it's all good you know but what i what i really want us to the real message is not that program the real message is we have to come to a position where we we understand that an economical exchange is valid and is necessary and indeed righteous. So our mindset around wealth and money and our relationship with money in the spiritual communities, especially the Afrocentric and the cultural community from my vantage point needs a rework. Like we need an adjustment of understanding how that is wonderful and beneficial, and that we should strive for the highest heights, you know So the heart chakra combining the energies of the root chakra and the heart chakra are what help us make those adjustments. you know uh, again, the spiritual community, which is where I have the most of my um, you know the most of my time spent you know, as a spiritualist and in our Afrocentric cultural communities, um, almost 40 years of this lifetime um, connected and spent and uh, manifesting in the Afrocentric spiritual communities, I see all too often that poverty mindset strain that is really embedded. And I know that If we are spiritual, why are we not using the spiritual tenets to uplift every aspect of our life? You know, there's this blockade in the Afro-spiritualist consciousness regarding monetary wealth. And so you often end up having to take a GoFundMe to bury many of these great teachers and leaders You often, you know, we we see over the times we have to, um, you know, if somebody says, okay, well, this is my ask. I'm teaching this class and here's how much I'd like. People are like, well, if you really spiritual, all spiritual knowledge should be given for free. That's nonsense. That is nonsense. The confusion is. Back in the day. When we were village and tribe-based, tri- I'm using the term tribe in the most exalted, uplifted manner. I'm not using the term tribe the way Europeans and colonialists uh, have used that term. Tribe is a good thing. It's your it's your group. It's your way up. You know, it's how you, you know, live, be nourished, and be cared for, right? So back in the day-day, History, when we were village and communal and tribe based, it was clearly understood that the priest's job or the priestess's job was to divine the well being of the village. So his job, her job was not to farm. Her job was not to go and put in hours at whatever aspect of manual, physical, intellectual work that other people in the village were doing. His, her job was to study the universal energy and then bring that understanding to the village community. So because the priest, priestess did not quote unquote earn financial resources, it was the village's responsibility to take care of the priest because they wanted his, her energy to be freed up to study what she needed to study how she needed to commune with the spirit in order to bring the word, the message, the revelation back to the village at whole, as a whole. And this is where we get it tripped up. In our communities today, people are not really taking care of the manifester that way. But there's still an expectation that what you share should be free. It wasn't free then either. It was an ex- even exchange. It was an even exchange. Right. My value to this village is to say that the seven year locust is upon us. In two days or three years or whatever it was. My value to this village is to help you find the proper mate is to counsel these marriages, is to counsel the leadership from a exalted divinely connected vibrational frequency. Right, That's my value to this village. And in exchange for that value, you care for my four walls, food, clothing, shelter, and the ease of monetary flow. That's the exchange. It wasn't free then. But in this mindset, because spirituality, religion, all of these doctrines have been used to capture the consciousness, the psyche and the emotional state of the citizenry The perception is that if you have spiritual uh, understanding, you should just give that to me. You should go to work nine to five, 40 hours, sitting in front of a computer, hustling mail, you know, being a nurse or whatever your profession is in this lifetime and still make time to time to divine the sun, the moon and the stars and then tell me how to heal this illness. This is a faulty understanding without remuneration, without me saying, OK, here's one hundred dollars for your family. Here's twenty five dollars. Here's thirty dollars. Whatever the exchange. So it is it is my my position that we need to address that. We need to do some adjustment to that. We need to bring our heart and root chakras into a harmony first for our own lives and perspectives of our relationship to wealth and money and how important that is in our life, and put it in a place that is complementary, not overriding. See, many people are fearful that if they go after money, if they, you know, are interested in amassing, in attracting wealth, that that means that they are some kind of, you know, evil. Or that there's no, that there is no nobility within attracting wealth. Like you should be ashamed of yourself. You want money? Really? That is some trick, not some trick, Connery, of those who mean to keep the masses oppressed and captured. If you're a spiritual person, you is well within your right as an individuated, connected divine being to source energy, to use your spirituality for every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. And so the expectation that Somebody sharing spiritual knowledge should just completely not request an exchange. As I said previously, is is an expectation that we need to adjust because the perspective is seriously flawed. Now, should they be doing like you go into debt and pay me seventy five thousand dollars? I don't necessarily agree with that. (laughs) Plus, I need to see a whole lot more receipts. Not just your receipts, but people who have done that and have benefited tremendously from it. Yeah, what's the winning percentage? What's the what?
1: What's the winning percentage? What's the percentage of people that have done it and those that don't? Because there are some that Mm -hmm. will, regardless of what kind of coach you have, Mm
0: -hmm. there's
1: just some people who just will not succeed in that field. Not saying they won't succeed ever, but you can pay for a course, you can pay for help, and you can still lose. So...
0: I know that's right. And you know, again, a lot of it has to do. I mean, that's what they were saying. You know, the variable is you. You know, the variable is, you know, is your information hitting the market? It's a lot of variables. Again, I don't have no slight against the ask. I get the ask, I respect the ask. I just had some shit to ask. <laughs> couple of questions, you know? And again, I am confident that, you know, uh, universal life force and energy will continue to order my steps uh, to the degree that my frequency is attuned, aligned, you know, and honed in, you know? So it's all good. But the point um, again, how do you feel about money? What's your understanding and perspective about financial success, financial wealth? We are the time for stealing, being, um, dishonest using all kinds of negative ways to create and amass wealth. The time has shifted, right? I know that people still do it, people will still do it and continue to do it, but we are in the age of collaboration, cooperation, and harmony. It takes a minute for it to fully be manifest, but that is the energy flow that we're in. You can tell that by how many people are working together much more now than they had in the last 10 years, right? How many people are uttering the terms your network equals your net worth, right? So it's a time of collaboration and you can, a person can create financial success and obtain financial wealth by angel, through angel, what I like to call angel money providing a service and a care for someone that is reciprocated by the monetary exchange. You can help people and be, um, you know, a caring good, what we call Zen or heart centered entrepreneur where you have earned your monetary resources, not by cheating and harming people, but by caring for a need and helping to balance out a need that people have. That is the age that we are in. So the old perspective of, well, you know, if you are rich, you must have done something bad or evil to get rich. That perspective is dying, along with the people who participate in obtaining wealth in that way. And that is what we have to latch on to, us Afrocentric, cultural, spiritual people. You can obtain a wealthy lifestyle and a wealthy life by serving people in a good way. So what do you, what's your relationship with money? What do you feel, think, how do you behave in regards to The heart all your life, money is the root of all evil. No, the greed and love for money is the root of all evil. Have you heard of all your life, child? We don't have this, those mantras. And we talked about that last week. Those mantras, uh, we don't have money. Shut the door, you're going to run up my light bill. Because you know I can't pay my light bill now. Money like water. It just flows through my hand. I can't hold no money. Well, you only live once. You might as well spend it. Can't take it with you. All right? Well, people are taking it with them. It's called generational wealth. That's what generational wealth is. You're taking your money with you and you're leaving it for the next generation to nourish off of. That's what we need to get to. If you're spiritual, it's your absolute responsibility and right to find a way to increase your monetary life, your heart energy, you know, the alignment with wealth. What can you offer? How can you serve? That's a question for y'all out there. We'll probably put up a poll and see how you feel about that, you know.
1: brought up a good point. The, the saying used to be behind every fortune is a crime,
0: which was yep. everybody's
1: thought process. But now, like you said, there's a lot of people coming wealthy um, just by collaborating, putting their thoughts together and actually understanding that, Hey, you can do more than just work. Yeah. You know, once you realize that there is more to life than just going to work and trying to accomplish, you know, the world's duties after your eight hour shift, your 40 hour week, Possibly your 50 hour, 60 hour week because you need overtime or you need an additional job to pay the bills because uh, the cost of living is going up, but the pay isn't. That can go on and on. So,
0: yeah. Right. No, you got You got to be about it out here and you can't be ashamed or let it make you feel dirty or whatever, unless you do some dirty, shameful shit to get it. That's that's the only reason that you should be experiencing that. And then that's a good thing because you're conscious, your spirit is talking to you saying, come on now, you know better than that. You know, you want angel money. You don't want devil dirty money. You want to create and offer a valuable service or product or some heal, help some need that that the community has. That's what you want to do. And then all your money is pure. You can get as much of it as you can, you know, and shouldn't have no thing, no guilt, no stress, no anxiety about uh, amassing in that way. Yeah. Yep. So that's what we're going to do next week. Uh, We'll go further. I'll talk about some of the... um, some of the mantras as well as the crystals that you can use for your heart chakra. Uh, we hit on it a couple of episodes ago, but I really would like to have a, um, have your interaction in terms of your perspective about money and how you feel about what I shared in terms of spirituality, African centered or Afrocentric and the Afrocentric culture, the Hotep culture. I'm all here now. And the poverty mindset that is pervasive within our um, black cultural community spaces. What's your, what's your thoughts about that? Definitely want to hear it.
1: No, I mean, I definitely, I definitely just agree. Um, as far as like, this kind of how we started the episode off actually. Just mm-hmm. like when you actually get into that space. So when you say, Hey, do you have a bad day? It, 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 it helps in so many ways. So it's like, yes, mm-hmm. I could figure some things out to complain about. But life is good, and I just wish that more people understood that once you find out that hey, you can make money, you can make wealth off you alone. Like you are, mm-hmm. you are enough, mm-hmm. and it's what I'm trying to show. So I'm trying to tell people, you know, like you are enough if you just apply. And like they said a long time ago, if you want to hide something from you know black people, put it in a book. Yeah. Um, so it took it, it. This is not an overnight success, and this is. No such thing as overnight success. Um, It takes Mm -hmm. people a lifetime to achieve overnight success. Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. It takes people a lifetime to achieve this. So you don't just see mama yoga and me just pop up and say, we got a podcast and pretty soon we're going to start monetizing. And pretty soon, you know um, it, it it just takes time, but we know what we want. See, that's the thing. We know what we want and we make time for it. I make time for everything that I want. I'm in the gym. I'm doing podcasts. Helping people with, you know, whatever I can help them out with, I make time mm-hmm. for those things, and it feels good. And it's it's mm-hmm. an energy shifter. A lot of the things that I do, I go, man, did I do anything today? Really? Because I'm I'm doing what I want to do, actually. Right. You know, uh, editing content on YouTube. I it, that takes time. That takes hours out your day, and you can yes, literally, yeah, yeah. You but you can literally sit there later on that day and go, what did I do today? Because why we're so used to working hard. We're so mm-hmm. used to this, and I think you touched on this last week or the week before. We're so used to working hard, but mm. you don't really have to work hard. Right. You know, you just have to put the work in and be consistent and be dedicated, and the world is your oyster. Now, what Now, what type of wealth does that look like for you? Don't know. Could be millions, could be billions, could be six figures, but at the end of the day, when you have that cash flow, when you're able to make it you know, the way that you choose to make it, it helps out the family. Because like you brought up, close that door, I can't pay the light bill as it is. It used mm-hmm. to get yelled at. You used to get yelled at. Like, dad, grandma, my mom, she's so mad, but she's mad because she knows that, you know, it's it's money. That's right. It's money. So right. a lot of the things that we got in trouble for was because I don't. I can't afford more shoes. Why did you get those dirty? Why right. do you have a hole in your pants? Why do right. you have a hole in your shirt? Where's these clothes? You better eat what you, what's in there. A lot of the stuff, like we thought... They were mad, but in a sense, he better it was in there because I don't have money to buy anything else. You know, so right.
0: Yep, it's that poverty mindset, yeah. that fear, you know, again, blocking up the root chakra, closing off the heart chakra, you know, that fear, that worry, the lack of security, you know, the lack of, you know, the groundedness of your four walls. And we um, you know, we want to overcome that. And spiritual tools, like we're sharing the heart chakras and the implements that go with those energies can help a person adjust um, their perspective and indeed their flow and protection and security of those four walls, food, clothing, shelter, and the monetary flow, relationships, and such. So. You know, we definitely will uh, continue on. And uh, I thank all of y'all for listening. Flaw, you got uh, any words you want to share before we close out?
1: No, I, th- I think I've um, basically I put it out there. I can't say it enough. That's just the type of time that I'm on. Find out what you guys mm-hmm. like to do. Somebody told me this one time. If you became a billionaire or a millionaire, what would you still do? You know, one of them was podcasting. One of them was continuing to go to the gym. So you, right now, a lot of us are doing what we have to do. But mm-hmm. if you were financially successful, you was wealthy. What would you still wake up early in the morning to do? What would you do every day? Figure mm-hmm. that out and then start attacking it.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hit it because that's your angel money. Yeah, that's your angel money. All right, y'all. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, remember to seek, always seek to keep your mind, body, energy in balance, and may you walk in peace throughout your journey. Peace and love, everybody.